Did you see the music? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Monday. Happy Monday. And, uh, welcome to uh, Live from Rams from today, Inside Rams. We are inside. We are actually here <sighs> after playing hooky yesterday. Well, uh, Nazareth, you really were a very bad influence. Uh, you know, people, you know, he would like you to believe that it was me, and I'm I'm fine with it. I'm good. You told everybody. You, you. It's okay. We won't tell the There's video story. proof. It's fine. It's my fault. I, I wanted There's to. There's video proof. I wanted to uh, you, enjoy the day. You yesterday. Yes. We weren't live and, you know, we, I mean, we were there. Video proof. You were asked to play hooky. I did. I really did want to. <laughs> I really did want to. <laughs> I really did. And I, right. it was a wonderful Full disclosure. Day. It really was a, a group effort. <laughs> <laughs> we bounced back and forth about it for a while, though. We did. Well, we even, we went, even when, as, uh, <laughs> if you play hooky, do not show your face on the podcast. I don't, I don't get what you're saying there, Brian. We, we have different, we have different, we have different rules. We have different rules. We um that wasn't supposed to be up. I thought it was just me and Frankie talking to each other. What? What we put? What oh, we put yeah, up yeah. yesterday? <laughs> uh, it was nice. It really was so nice. Uh, and we don't get to, we 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 always say they want to take advantage of a nice day, and we had an opportunity. To. We we pushed our guests to another up to another day, and said, you know what? It worked out well. I got a lot done. I I should have been. It would have been nice to rest, but. I got a task done that has been kind of hanging over my head uh, for uh, a couple of years. <laughs> so uh, it well, was it was good to just work through it, just get it done. And, I can't uh, say I did much around the house. Yeah, you probably did. I but did, you a, I did a lot. I did a lot of busy work yesterday. Yeah. I sat outside with my computer. I I got a lot of things done that yeah. I needed to get done. Yeah. So it was nice to just chill out and do nothing. Uh, the the honey do list around the house probably. Could have taken use a little work. Take more <laughs> days off. Real nice, Brian. Real nice. I mean, you don't have to come and watch us. If you don't want to watch us, you don't have to come and watch us. As they so say, I mean. keep scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'd like to think we deserve a day off too. Too. Uh, yeah. So what was the so you, we, you know what? Maybe we misinterpreted that. Maybe he's trying to be take more. You should take more days off. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, I, you know, I get both ways. Uh, Brian. Sometimes I, knowing Brian. It could go both ways. Out, yeah. <laughs> it's good, though. It's all right. Uh, episode 69. I, I lost track. I think this is off a day. I think this is day seven. This could be day 77 of the quarantine. I flipped it. And when I flipped it, it well, I'll, I thought I'll go I flipped back it on twice. the calendar and check. I won't. 15, 30. It's 30 days. Uh, 30, 61, 61 and 15 is, this is, this is day 77. Well, they already, I've only done the count several, uh, several times where, uh, look at that. There it is. Poof. Seven, seven. Double sevens. It's a good number. Uh, well, oh, what? <laughs> uh, well, so, we hope you enjoyed your weekends. Yes. As much as we as did. We did. Yeah, we, we had a great. Day. If you if you watched our little video yesterday, we we talked about it. Uh, and then I, I want to say it again. Saturday, if you missed Saturday's show with Shannon O'Keefe, go back and watch it. 
she's awesome. She re- she really is awesome. Yeah. She uh, bre- another breath of fresh air. We really had a, a really good week. We said it, yeah. and I'd say it over again. Ryan Mellis and yeah, we had a uh, Shannon alone. I mean, just put them let, let put them two just in a room together. Uh, Shannon was great. Talked college stuff. bowling, uh, yeah. P- PWBA, uh, and really uh, we had some other questions for. Uh, we could have kept going, but yeah, we, we went long as it was. So yeah. Uh, Thank you, Shannon, and thank you to all of our guests. Yeah, uh, but go back and watch if you haven't. And people are watching. That's good stuff. So, what was on your table last night? I told you I barbecued yesterday. Well, I didn't know if you, that actually happened. Yeah, it know. actually happens. It, I, it was. Oh, I will tell you. I, when you do yard work, is strenuous stuff. Moving. St- it was a lot. So I was pretty beat, but I was determined to not order. <laughs> As tempted as I was, but yeah, I just threw some stuff on the grill, and uh, that's what I we didn't had. know if Ray turned around and said, "I want pizza." He would eat pizza every day. He's so easy. I just, I tell you, we make the big salad. Sometimes I put some protein in it. Sometimes we have the protein separate. But um, he's easy. He really is easy. Thank that's God. Good. Thank God. Makes my life easy. Barbecued last night too. Originally, it was going for the sushi, and um, I, I, you know. It was just two nice nuts barbecue. Yeah. And some fresh produce. Some, some misfits. Mushrooms and asparagus and potatoes yeah. and nice some nice burgers and just enjoyed it. I just tonight we're ordering out. I mean Oh, you're gonna do you're gonna do your uh I can't get sushi tonight because they're closed on Mondays, uh, so I gotta wait till tomorrow sorry. if anything. Uh and so glad, Dorothy, that you're watching. Uh, uh Brian, good question. So uh we've we're taking in all the videos and uh gonna set up the Voting, the voting period is going to start this week. So look for a post uh, where you can vote on those that have submitted their videos for Rab's Got Talent. Uh, we've got some great talent to showcase. So uh, be on the lookout for a post where you can vote and uh, you'll have a, a week to vote. And whoever prevails will be our, will awesome. be our winner. We'll be our winner with this. And we'll get a sizable trophy. trophy. Yeah. So uh, today, uh, we've, we've been in, I mean, We've had so many different types of guests all on over show. the map. Uh, a professional, literally bowler. all over the map. You're right, all over the map from <laughs> Australia to New right York around City. the corner, <laughs> <laughs> literally right around the corner, or inside, inside, or the right in here I mean, on assignment. Now. You went on assignment twice, twice. inside the building. Yeah. First time was a little easier than the second time. I little, You're a little off. Yeah, I, was a little, but, I mean, it was good. It was good. We made zeppelins camera. and pizza, and had a little camera problem. But that's all right. This is good. So uh, today we have our friends from Williams Eyeworks. Uh, this next generation of, of yes. Williams Williams Eyeworks. Uh, you know what? Forget Chris. Nobody nobody wants to see Chris. Nobody these are the guys that really know what's going on. Anyway. I mean, they're the ones that run the business these days. Correct. Uh, so Ryan and John Williams are both bowls. Uh, are on the show with us today, and let's uh, let's bring them in. I think they should be here, ready to roll. Hey guys! Yeah, hi. Hey, how you guys doing? How are you? Oh, look at you! Look at him with his professional step and repeat. I like it. So wait, Ryan, are you home? And John's actually working today? Uh, we're both like in like a little home offices at that the moment. This uh, is a little more official. <laughs> are you, are you, is this is the shop closed today? Yeah, uh, so the, the shop is closed. We're closed every Monday, Sundays and Mondays normally. Um, and then we're working on a real limited schedule right now, uh, trying to see emergencies only and putting a lot of prep work to get back to the business 
or you know help as many people as we can. So right now we're only there 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Answer the phone and seeing emergencies on as need basis. Uh, and by the way, I, I told you we know we know we we like Ryan, right? See, you notice the hat he's wearing today? Saw it. I saw it. <laughs> so this, this is a special Williams Hour uh, Mets hat because also has our Williams Hour 1995 on the side. Oh, oh cool. Cool. Like Rabs, we are uh, on our 25th year. We were supposed to have our big party this Saturday, which is getting pushed back. So uh, 26 is the new 25 anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ain't that for sure. Hey, first, uh, how are you guys? How, how are you guys holding up? Uh, this is this is this has been, you know, a long seven, 77 days. I know you guys have been been working on and off, but, you know, how, how are we holding on? John, you first there. I mean, outside of a pandemic, I still wake up. So nothing to really complain about. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, it's given me the opportunity to learn a, a lot of new skills at the store. Like before the pandemic, when um, a spring hinge or something broke on a pair of eyeglasses, we typically send it out to a different uh, uh, lab to get it soldered. But none of those labs are picking up the phone anymore. So, so now I have the new skill of soldering. So if anything's falling apart, I can solder it back together for you now. And outside of work, I'm getting pretty good at the banjo. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. The banjo benefits. Yeah, I like that. I wouldn't. I, I mean, that, that that doesn't surprise me at all. So, so you're now putting your vendors out of out of work. Is that which, which is okay? I, you got to learn a new craft. <laughs> no, not not putting them out of work. Uh, ad adapting so I'm not so reliant on them. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, uh, Ryan, how about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're keeping busy at the store, trying to put in a lot of different changes, uh, make it uh, super safe for everybody to come back. We're, we're rearranging desks, making it so it's safer, more socially distant, putting in sinks for us to wash our hands regularly, as well as patients when they come in. Uh, we started using a new app called iCare Live, which anybody can download. Um, and then I can do your acuity test, renew contact lens prescriptions and stuff like that all from the comfort of your home. You're just sitting right there. You can do, log on to the app, click Williams Eyeworks as, as the clinic, and uh, do your exam right from home. So we're trying to adapt to, to the future. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. So talk about iCare Live, I as in? Yeah, so um, so so iCare Live, it's E-Y-E-C-A-R-E-L-I-V-E. -E -E. Um, you can go right on, you can download it, then you can... You can search by doctor or by clinic. So if you search by clinic, go Williams Eyeworks. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll find us. You can pick out what's going on. You can tell me your eyes itchy, it's red, or you're just not seeing well. You can pick what type of visit you need, and then it'll prompt you to, to do what you need to. Whether you need to take a picture of your eye in the mirror or use your laptop to do a little acuity test, and then I'll chime in virtually or a doctor, John, and uh, and we'll and we'll take care of everything. Uh, you know, uh, remotely. Actually, um, Mike Bloomfield from uh, Techie Geek was one of the first people we did this with. Uh, we renewed his contacts through it, and he wrote a review uh, about it on Google, which I'll read for you. Uh, he said, talk about business reinventing themselves and taking some amazing steps during these tough times. Williams Eyeworks has gained my business going forward. I was able to renew my contact lines prescription using their iCare Live app and working with a doctor remotely. Talk about amazing. The staff was highly educated and, best of all, extremely caring. 
A few days before my virtual appointment, I received a call and they went through the whole process with me, made sure of all my questions were answered and went above and beyond and took every step of the way. Thank, thank you, Williams Artworks. And that was it. But uh, it's, it seems really cool. Then uh, that's you know how, how we're going to go forward. And somebody like Mike, you don't need to give him a reason not to leave his house and, and go out. So that it's, it's, perfect. it's perfect, perfect for him. I mean, it, it, it's good for all of us, especially now, because we have to really look at what we do. We have to look at that customer experience so different. So putting that in their hands certainly makes that easier. Oh, it's great. exactly. And like now, the amount of time you're going to spend with everybody, you're going to disinfect everything in between. You can't, all business can't handle the same volume they were before. So to try and figure out a way to, to, to get it outside of the, of the box store is helpful. Yeah. And so you guys have been, so you've been open just about the whole time, right? Uh, uh, really? Yeah. But, but not, but not really. Like I'm only seeing uh, appointments, emergencies, if it was predetermined that we could, they, like right. my door is locked until, you know, Mrs. Smith gets there and gives me a call or a text says I'm here for, you know, for whatever we talked about. So, and you talked about the, I mean, the, the two of you adapting, adapting here and learning new skills, which is great. So talk a little bit about that customer experience. So tomorrow you open, you, you know, we're opening our doors, regular business. Uh, it's certainly not the experience that we had yesterday. So walk us through that. Hey, I have an, I already have an appointment. I'm showing up. I walk through the door. Uh, what am I now going to expect when I walk into Williams Iwerks? So we um, basically we have a guest list right at the door. So like your greeter, you know, you come in. If you're coming in, Frankie, I'm like, oh, Frankie, you're here for a DMV exam. If we're doing something like that, now we have a chart and a line drawn out uh, outside our store on the on the pavement out front. So we can do it right from the window. You're coming right over here. If it's a repair, it's something I can do curbside. Um, so everything has been pushed to be to to be made by appointments, not just exams like it was in the past. So we really know what every patient's coming into. There's an allotted time and a specific area they're being brought to so that there's uh, little interaction with other patients. It's one-on-one -on -one with one optician. You're not being passed around. So you see how, how everything's being handled sanitarily. Um, we're disinfecting glasses in between everything and trying to try and do it as uniform as possible. Uh, yeah, trying the glass, trying on glasses is probably the is no different than people using bowling balls, uh, right? So yeah. the house balls here are available. I got to try try it. I use it. I use it for a period of time. Uh, oh, I got to try these on. I know that experience very well because uh, it's never one pair, right? It's it's sometimes 10, 20. And I'm yeah. sure there are high maintenance customers where it's, you know, almost everything on the wall. Oh, uh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, just think that's got to that's got to add some, that's got to add another another element to the cleaning process. So I, I asked them to walk through the experience of what it, we like when you when you show up, which I think is great. We're all going to be adapting to some sort of, and you know we we say this new normal very loosely, and I don't even like saying that anymore because I mean it's just it's it's. I don't want to call it's it a new a, normal. It's just different. It's just a different. We're just going to yeah, be. we're adapting through, to new ways. Right. I, I, exactly that. Uh, so you guys, second generation coming yeah, into the business, question. and you guys have two. You guys have different roles in the business, uh, which I think is awesome. You guys have, and not everybody, uh, not everybody wants to get step into the family business. Right. Right. And, and legacy businesses are they're a little bit of a struggle sometimes. <laughs> You know, there's a 
family, whole family dynamic. And uh, so tell us how you and your dad came together. Is that him? <laughs> Is he pulling up on his motorcycle right now? <laughs> That's a dog. Hold on. <laughs> so, uh, John, so tell us a little bit about the process that you you guys have gone through to get to where you are now. And I'm sure your mom was heavily involved. <laughs> uh, well, it's just, just with... Um... In reference to COVID or just getting into the family business? Into the family, family business. business. Into the family business. Well, um, from an early age, uh, you know, uh, everybody started working at the store this uh, the same way. You know, we all get to about 12 years old, ask dad for an allowance, and he gives us a broom and tells us to show up Tuesdays and Thursdays. He's <laughs> um, never given us any money. He's always uh, taught us to work for it. And um, he's been very good at instilling, you know, and all throughout history, you learned that, that, you know, farmers had kids to help take care of the farm. That way their family can make a living. And my father made it very clear to me that whether I like eyeglasses or not, whether I choose to be an optician or not, right now, that's my farm. I've got to know how to take care of it so that it can take care of me so I can get where I'm going. Now, luckily, in personality, I'm very technical. I like tinkering. That lines up perfect with eyeglasses, especially with all the little screws and whatnot. So, so it was almost a no-brainer for me to 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 go into the family business. And then Ryan's just got such a friendly, explosive personality. Uh, no matter where he goes, he's going to be the best salesman you can possibly get. Yeah. <laughs> and there's definitely, I mean, with the two of them knowing knowing you guys and your yeah. family, I mean, there's 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 mom. And there's dad, yeah. clearly, in, in the two of them, which is awesome, which I think is why I, you it, got, works, it so works well. It works really well. And, yeah. I, and of course, I get, like Nat said, there are always going to be challenges in family business, uh, which makes, I think that's part of the, uh, it's part of the challenge too. I mean, that's part of, yeah. you want to overcome that. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan, getting into the family business for you. Uh, uh, brainwash from a young age. <laughs> <laughs> You have to take care of the farm. Uh, you know, um, ultimately, you know, so I went away. Uh, the only other job I really had before, uh, other than working at the family store, was uh, I worked at Borough Hall uh, summers through high school and college. I thought I might go into politics early on. Um, okay. Then I came home, started getting involved at the store more. And what really did for me was the how big of a job it is. You don't really have a job. You know, it's kind of like a life. You can be moving all around. There's different areas. You know, if you don't want to just be a salesperson, say you can move around, make glasses, you're the marketer, you're you're the buyer. You know, there's so many different facets. It's You don't really have a job. It changes every day, which is what I like about it. And yeah. Yeah. what got me to do it. And so you have some variety. It's not like you're stuck doing one thing all the time. Yeah, you know, you know for, for, for all the challenges – of being family business and everything, it's never tedious. Is what I. <laughs> yeah. uh, John, you say Ryan's a salesman, but I, I don't know. I've seen you in action. Uh, I think you, you've got that in you too. Yeah, but you have to admit, Ryan's just got this charisma about him that that far exceeds me. You know, you know, we're, we're, I, I definitely think I'm good, but if you think you're good, Ryan. Brian selling next to you is a very humbling experience. You, you realize that you've got a lot to, to learn in your presentation. Uh, so, so Ryan is essentially the closer 
<laughs> uh, he's the opener, the closer, the relief pitcher. He's everything. Uh, you look terrible in those. You do not want to wear those. How about you try these? <laughs> oh, no, for, for, for a while there, um, when I first started selling, I'd sit down, you know, I'm brand new to selling. I'm not the best at picking out glasses and frames for people yet. Ryan walks over, whatever one he put on the table, that's what they bought. And he only did one frame every time. So Ryan's got a very good sense about people and product. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to have, I'm going to test Ryan then the next time I come in. Cause if you can convince me on the first pair, that would be. That would Challenge be accepted. Naz. They'll be ready and waiting. Uh, Naz. So uh, that is very true. The last, the last couple of pairs that I've had uh, both him and his dad, the, the, the and both times, no. Yeah, both time, the last two times, one of the salesmen happened to be in the store. And uh, hey, I'm, I'm along for the ride. You want to you wanna make this guy happy? And right. he's got something that works for me? Right. Cool. I, I'm all about it. But both times, the two of them, try these on. But then you always look at, you're always going to look at something else because you're always going to doubt it. And right. And you just want to, you just want to make sure. Right. And right. I did it. I, even the last time I was taking pictures, I'm like, no, no. Why, why am I bothering? Right. And, and, and those two times they were the, they were right. Well, it was exactly what a, they put in front of you. It's weird. Cause I watched a video on uh, I know this sounds really weird. Why somebody would watch this, but there was a, a woman that really was really good at picking out eyeglasses based on the person's face. And, you know, the shape of their face and what complements their face and their hair. And and it was a really interesting video because they took she took a lot of things into consideration. So, like, do you consider yourself kind of like a master of that? Uh, trying, <laughs> trying. But, yeah, that, that that's pretty much what you're doing is you, you're look, you're checking out somebody's complexion, picking out the right color, right shape um, and, and fit. Yeah, in the most basic form of it, you have two color tones, cool and warm. Right. Uh, your cool tones are your blacks, your your blues, your grays. That tends to go better with darker hair, paler eyes, paler skin. Then you have your warm tones, your reds, your yellows. That tends to go better with tanner skin, browner hair, browner eyes. And your face shapes, you typically want your glasses, your frame to do the exact opposite of what your face shape does. So like for me, for instance, I'm a bit of a diamond head. You know, I've got jagged edges. My cheekbones come a little bit further out than my chin and my forehead. So I want things that are a little bit wider and nice and curved because that contradicts what my face is doing. So uh, while you're, you can definitely tell who the technician is. <laughs> definitely... Very technical. So you don't tell the person you got a fat face, so try these. <laughs> no, you tell them you have nature's perfect shape, an oval. Everything will look great. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and it, it's funny that it's so true because that's your craft, right? So you have to learn, and it's you can't really teach that. That's no, that's really no different than when I walk into the pro shop and Ray looks at my hands and he knows that oh you've got sweaty. It picks up the fact that I got a sweaty palm or right, right. oh look at your hand. Okay, this or is the your, way your thumb memory. hinges. Or, yeah, yeah, he could just pick. He could hold your hand and say this is what you need. Right. And I'm like, okay, and I look at him and you always look at him like he's crazy. Even and Jimmy has learned. I mean, it, it took a long time for Jimmy to pick up on all of that. Right. But it, it's it's not something. My point is, you don't really. How do you learn that? It's hands-on experience, right? So you see the product, and then you could match it up. Uh, but I think the misnumber sometimes is, oh, he's just trying to sell me the most expensive pair. 
Yeah, which um, <laughs> you know, a lot of times you easily show that that's not true just by comparing to any other one on the wall. Um, right. you know, that's, uh, you know, you do need to get the price pretty quickly in your sale, you know, um, when you're talking, you, you, you know what customer wants. And really our profession isn't based on the frame. Our profession is based on the lens. You know, the frame, you could tell me what your style is. You could know that you like Gucci. I can see you have a Gucci bag and, you know, that, that that's what you like. But our profession is the lens. Um, really what our job has become that sets you apart from other opticians or a Warby Park or any eyeglass store is the lens that you're getting. So now your prescription uh, is, is is your prescription for what what how we need to make the lens. Now we make lenses digitally. So there's thousands of different lenses for every prescription and they all do something a little different. So our job is really talk to you, get to know you a little bit more. Like, oh, you're a bowler. These new great lenses, like an Eisen lens, I would recommend to somebody almost all the time. I wouldn't recommend to a bowler because it's going to bring the floor up to them a little bit, even in a single vision. Where you love that on your computer, you would hate it Saturday night when you're going to your league. So our job is a lot more of getting to know you, talking to you, finding what your hobbies are, and fitting you with the right lens for your life. You know, you come in, you know, our program probably have 20,000 different lenses that we sell. And interpreting your prescription, giving you the right one is really what our profession is now. The frame is the fun part. You know, that that's what everybody sees. But but the lens is really what sets us apart from other places. Right. So uh, so that's what I was going to ask. I was going to, you know, it's so popular now, all these um, uh, online glass places that seem to sell so cheap that... Um, uh, I'm sure that you're you're the the difference maker for you is customer service, like you said. Yeah, well, like customer service and the lens. Like you, you can buy a cheap frame anywhere, and it is what it is, you know. And I could sell you one too. You know, I could sell you made in China, ten dollar frame. It is what it is. I could also put a better lens in that if you got it from somewhere else. But different anti-reflective coatings smudge too much, uh, get scratched easier. There's different materials that you want to put in that lens. And you want a premium product, even like right now with everything that's going on. Crizal Optifog. It'll take me about a week to make it, but your lens will not fog up. Wearing your mask, going to the store, going anywhere, you will not get fog. <laughs> that's that, you can't get from Warby Parker or wherever else. That's that, that's what you want. That's something. Well, and it's it's the experience. So, and hey, there should be an anti-fog sign on the door right now. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's, it's a common problem. Yeah. Even like I have a couple couple masks, and all of them the same issue. And I figured out like if, in a certain right, if you, you kind of angle it in a certain right, way. Right. I've seen where people are putting tape. I mean, putting a little piece of tape here, and it works. Um, I've seen Melissa shared a new mask that actually comes down a little bit. Yeah. So it doesn't fog the glasses, but that's a that is a real thing, yeah. uh, and you don't you don't realize. And talk about the Warby Parker. I think I think it's a it's a great example um, because I think it's somebody they created this brand. They really changed the landscape of of the industry. No different than others coming into bowling and changing bowling, but they've made the at home experience very different uh, because they've made it very accessible. And that I think that they're. They're selling them at this price point because at, at first they're donating a pair for every pair bought. Like that was their hook. And then yeah. everything's under $100. But to your point, the quality is oh, not going to be right. the same. I mean, the, the, the frame's the frame, but the lens really makes a difference. But how has that changed the industry? And how's, how has it changed the way you look at your business? So actually, um, you know, we keep, you know, 
everything's so circumstantial right now. We keep changing our plan a little bit, but we're changing for the future. But we keep trying to say like we want to be like the Warby Parker of Staten Island, provide that home service at a much higher level. I do see like with limiting how many people are coming in the store and stuff over the next few bits, maybe putting together like a delivery service. Like you're going to come in, we'll pick out your frame, everything. Then I'm going to schedule a prank. Are you going to be home Wednesday between three and four? You're going to have somebody come over with like a little pullout desk from, from the back of their car, sit down, fit it to you right then and there, disinfect your tools, leave. You know, living in the Staten Island area, like that's something that I want to put in or, or we, we, we want to work on. Um, depending on, on what you're doing, even like that five frames, I could bring them to you, show you some things, but we do want to up the level of service and focus on giving back to the community and being active here as much as possible. And hey, hey, you guys do that. You guys do that already and do it really well. Yeah. Uh, and yep. so one, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say thank you for all the work that, and I know dad's dad pushes, pushes and pushes and pushes, uh, but that's something that he certainly believes in. And that's, and I, I agree. I mean, you have to give back to the community that you, yes, that you live yes. in. And so he's instilled that in you guys. And so thank you for all that you guys do. Um, and, and to hear that you want to continue that, that's a big piece. But I mean, you can't really turn many places and not see William's, William's eye, eye work works somewhere. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep it going. <laughs> I listen, that's how you keep it out there. So, but that, that's a great example of how this next generation proprietor is helping the family business move and yeah. move, move further, right? Because yeah. if if this was still dad, dad was working alone. I mean, he's pretty creative in his own way. I mean, <laughs> there are things that I've seen him do. I mean, and come up with ideas. They're pretty cool. Uh, you know, uh, you talk to play people in business and, uh, and even like other family businesses, and a lot of times the story is like, oh, I got to get my father or or the old generation to let us use the computers and update and stuff. Uh, that's definitely not one of the issues we struggle with. <laughs> uh, you know, he's right there, progressive. Uh, adapting regularly. Yeah, and I was fortunate that I had that same experience. Yeah. He he always pushed to to want to be to move forward next direction. Do yeah. try this, try that, and, and that's and that's cool. And you could see that uh, in you guys. And so your your sister now. Yeah, how did she escape the farm? She did. Well, yeah, she didn't. She's in optometry school. Yeah, yeah. She, she didn't. Really, we thought we really. <laughs> wait, hang on a second. I thought we, we thought she would really get to escape the farm, but you know, <laughs> it always comes back, right? <laughs> awesome. It's, it's just the, the the story of all the the kids one upping each other. Ryan got his license. I got my contact lens license, and Valerie just went straight to a doctor. There she is. <laughs> How cool is that? So That's now they, they're all now they're really all working together, now which really is, could be a good thing or a bad thing. And it'll be good in the long run. Yeah, exactly. That's so, so when now when you're truly all working together, who's going to be the one that's making the deliveries? Because that's we know the person that's got to run out of the, that's got to run out of the store more often. Hundred percent me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, the cool part they each have their niche. Yeah, I was, was going to ask that too. Um, so how did you did you just kind of gravitate towards those niches like? Uh, you know, John, you said that you're really technical. Ryan's got the personality. And I, I don't want to say that sister maybe has the brains, foul, but. Did you just kind of gravitate towards those roles or did you kind of get some guidance uh, from dad? I, I would say uh, yes and no. Uh, I definitely 
gravitate towards being uh, uh, what I call the, the shop man, making the glasses, putting them all together. But um, everybody started that way because that's how dad started. Dad, his first job was cleaning an eyeglass door. So our first job was cleaning an eyeglass door. Then his next job was making the glasses. So me and Ryan, our next jobs were making the glasses. And, and now the step after that was being the salesman, being the full professional optician, getting the best product for you. And that's where you really see the niche is because Ryan, like I said, is, is very charismatic. So I feel he does a much better job than me in conveying the information to a patient um, face to face. But while I'm much more technical, so I do like doing the much more technical stuff, uh, fitting the lenses into the frames uh, and the soldering and the more complicated step beveling and whatnot that makes those high wrap sunglasses and whatnot nice. It's not so much that he's better at one thing than I am, or I'm better at one thing than he is. We just, our personalities, like you said, we have our niches. I'm more technical and he's much more uh, charismatic. We have our roles and you guys have totally accepted those roles. Yeah. It's great though. It, I mean, it, it helps because a lot of times there is a, a, a struggle for, uh, I would say like a position within the business you know, who's going to do what and, but you guys kind of hashed it out pretty smoothly and you all have a good fit. It seems. Uh, it definitely, it definitely helps with, you know, with different struggles of family business, having your, <laughs> your areas of, of, of even further expertise, you know, uh, that's that, that we have our roles and, and have, and have our lanes to stay in, you know, we cooperate, help each other out, but meet and stay in our lanes helps us to, to go forward and build better than if we were all kind of intersecting constantly. So what's the, what's the one thing that um, like the dad's Jiminy cricket and, and always on your, on, on your, and on your shoulder, what's the one thing that he's always reminding you guys of uh, in this, it, while you guys are working together or as you guys move forward, I'm sure he's got a lot of wisdom that he shares, but there has to be that one thing that always sticks with you guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chris is it's really the four point test or the four, you know, four point test from Rotary. Is it the yeah. truth? Is it fair <laughs> to all concerned? Will build goodwill and better friendships? Is it beneficial to all concerned? <laughs> oh, if, it, if it doesn't line up with those four thoughts, then it's worth rethinking. <laughs> You know, it's funny that you say it's funny that you say that because I think that if business, if if anybody in business, if whether you're a Rotarian or not, and right. uh, you're involved in your community, I mean, the four-way test says a lot. It, right, it's really a way to to live your life. Yeah, yeah, right. run a business in parts in parts of this world. Uh, there are court systems that have that plaque in their in in their courtroom and that's how they operate their courtrooms and that's pretty powerful for yeah. you know a group of guys a hundred years ago that said yeah. hey uh, we believe this to be true and our, our fellow rotary friends that are watching should be should be proud of that yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. something stuck something stuck <laughs> something stuck i mean <laughs> and, and you say it and look at it came out of it just came out of john's yeah. mouth like <laughs> i know i know rotarians that can't even do that yeah. uh, you, you know uh 
you know, outside of, of just family business, my father is just active in the community outside of that business. You know, he's always been a Boy Scout leader. He's always been a Rotarian, but he um, was heavily active at, at my high school with the Interact Club. So I've had that memorized since <laughs> freshman year of high school. And, uh, and I've taken it to heart since, you know, whether you want to be the George Bailey of the neighborhood or the Chris Williams, you got to follow those four points. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, so there's a question, uh, and we'll, we'll ask, ask the professionals here. Uh, so there's a doctor in the house. Uh, so I'm assuming you 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 don't have to bring a script in. Uh, talk a little bit about about what you, what the services that you provide. Somebody specifically asking if you provide the eye test, or if they have to come in with the script. So um, normally we do do eye exams. We have a doctor there every day that we're open. Right now, through everything, um, we are uh, only seeing emergencies, a, a, you know, if we need to. Um, if you're without glasses or something, we'll arrange it. But um, we do accept outside prescriptions um, from anybody. There are several ophthalmologists on the island that are great. Um, but, but normally, we do have an, a doctor on staff. We do everything, contact lens exams, eye exams. We have an OCT machine. We will check. We know everything about the health of your eye. We do a full comprehensive exam. So with dentists going back online soon, when do you guys think you'll be uh, back up with a, a full-time uh, doctor? Um, when when we feel we can do it safely. You know, we're renovating the store and doing things, you know, um, not that we don't care what the governor or whoever says when we can open. <laughs> uh, we're going to do it when we see we, sure we can service everybody properly. Uh, we, we, we already put in plexiglass dividers and stuff, but our store is limited on space. You know, where we yeah. used to do four exams an hour, for it to be properly disinfected and and not have buildup of, of everybody's germs and everything, we have to cut that down to like one an hour. Where we were doing 20, 25 a day, we're going to do like eight. And that's really where it becomes challenging um, yeah. in the changes because even if things were to go back to what we consider normal, we can't, we can't come close to doing the volume you did. And that's what's scary and what makes things need to change. Um, it's a huge problem with a lot of insurance companies. You know, a lot of insurance companies were renegotiating now um, for different fees. It's a, I talked to plenty of other people in our field and dentists in particular. A lot of like, a lot of different unions and stuff, their, their payments for exams are like $17. Yeah, you know? crazy. When you're not doing a 10, 15 minute exam, you can't do it at that. And that's what's problematic in going back to the new world and and it's gonna, gonna be our biggest challenge. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and you know, many of us, listen, we're all in the same boat, right? None of our businesses were designed to be operated at half capacity, right. even, exactly. at, even at 75% capacity, you know, that our business is designed to do as much as we can with the space that we have. Yeah. Uh, so now it forces you to really look at it differently. But so you, so how do you, so how do you combat that providing other services, uh, other revenue streams, right? And, and I would imagine that's even more challenging for you guys. Uh, I mean, the, the glasses side, the product side is is obviously our strength. Uh, like, like I was talking about that delivery system, we are getting to, we are becoming more robust online sales. Um, while, while that's kind of challenging, that's kind of fun, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, anyways, that's like the creative side. So even if that is the challenge side, it's not the, it's certainly not the stressful challenge, you know? It's... 
every challenge brings a new opportunity. That's how I, yeah. that's how we've been looking at this whole situation. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, we, when we get to reopen, it'll certainly be a different experience. Uh, it'll for on all sides, Absolutely. internally, externally. So I think we're all in that same boat together. Uh, yeah. And then for how long, right? For how long are we uh, operating in those fashions? Uh, which I think is going to be the struggle for majority of our fellow business owners. Yeah. No, it, it's going to be, it's going to be, hard for for a while for for everybody you know it's it's and and look at the and you guys are right on i mean in business in, in a business district you've got lots of small businesses all along uh victory boulevard and so uh somebody was asking about where the store is located so talk about the location of the store because uh you guys are, i mean you guys are heavily ingrained in that in that neighborhood neighborhood yeah absolutely so uh we are uh, uh, uh the store is located at 1884 victory boulevard um it's Victory and Westcott, almost dead center between Jewett and Manor on Victory Boulevard with a caddy corner from Alfonso's Bakery right across from Shamrock Paint, uh, Beer Garden, uh, Sat Island Diner, who is open right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and that neighborhood is so, is so different. Uh, Sat Island Diner, you know, I went there for the first time not so long ago. Uh, he's, got, he's, got a, he's got a great thing going there. Oh, he, he's, he's great. Uh, I, I love going there. He's got his personality alone. Uh, and then, and the, it, it, it shows through the food. Have you yeah, been there? Yes, I definitely have. We used to go there for breakfast occasion. And then, I mean, to be not across it. Okay. So across the street from Alfonso's and I'm sure that smell permeates through your building on a regular basis. Oh, it messes me up sometimes. Cause like, I'll like, I already woke up. I had breakfast and then I walk into work. I'm like, well, now I'm going to go buy 12 strudels. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. I, I, I have a lot of willpower, but I know when you're around it, uh, I, and I learned this from, from when Liz worked at uh, Andrew and Allen. She used to talk about going into the kitchen. And even when I would go visit and Mike would say, try this, and I'd look at him and go, yeah, no. You're around it all the time. You don't even want it. But I mean, yeah. you're not in the bakery, so it's a little different when you're smelling it and it's just coming through. Oh, yeah, coming exactly. Through. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so... And you guys, you guys have put on a good show here. I mean, is this, you guys really work this well together on a regular basis? I mean, there's gotta be. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to, I want to pull here. You guys, you know. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's because, because uh, we, we, we do stage our lanes and we, uh, I mean, we, we all regularly look for help, like to better ourselves, to better how we work with everybody. Um, what really actually helped me understand my lane and and how to work with John in particular was um, the Pro D assessment from the Lions Club, okay, which was really really cool. It was a very in depth uh, test you took. It took about probably an hour and a half, about forty five minutes online. Then they had uh, a guide or counselor review your results, tell you what your strong points were on this. And then he compared them to, to like my brother's score and how you guys should work together and what your lane should be. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, uh, it's really, really great. Um, my father just uh, signed up for the Pro D, so we're gonna see how he kind of fits in with our with our reports too to make it better. But like, um, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> They they create and the cool part when you do it as a group and I've done a bunch of the a, a bunch of these assessments with different groups of people and uh, when now you guys just the two of you so if your dad does it and, and everybody else in it it's a good practice as a business but then they map it all out and so they they can they map you out and literally just they show you either really? how far apart you are or how or close, how close you, you are. are you can't requirement you can't 
require it for employment, but it is a good activity to do to learn about learn about each other. So yeah, that that's that's cool. Yeah. So are you, you, know, you think you can learn something about dad? I think I'm just going to learn what I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, if you're watching, we love you. And, uh, and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but uh, he, uh, I think that uh, so, so John and I's reports were like polar opposite. So it was real easy to see where our niches were. I think my father and I are going to have a lot of overlap um, on it. Yeah. Um, but still, yeah. you know, just the little tips on it, uh, on how to stay in your lane, how to know what you can control and what you can't and where you should. It really, that test, and I've done a lot of the tests here and there. Um, we, we, we work with SCORE and other uh, things to help you, you know, grow. Uh, but but this one in particular was so informative and helped me personally a lot. I, I don't know. Do you feel the same way, John? Yeah, absolutely. The the Lions uh, Pride Pro D assessment. You know, just even sitting down, uh, the most beneficial thing I found is um, how it works. Is it doesn't just tell you what you're good at. It tells you what you're not good at, what you're motivated to do, and what other people perceive you to be good at. So now, like it. My assessment said I was very good at production. That's why I like being in the lab. I like making things. I'm good at putting them together. I'm good at getting them done efficiently. However, because of how good I am at that, a lot of people will see that I'm good at answering questions when I'm not. I'm just obsessed with finishing the product, which quite often leads me to answering the question. So I'll get frustrated when people ask me questions I don't know because one skill will will lead to shows how my skill will lead to a misconception. Um, so because of that, it really leads not so much for me to be more aware of my shortcomings because it was absolutely beneficial with that, but it also helps other people be aware where their their view of me can can show I'm looking for the right word to say this. It can really show you how to interact with me that that what I'm doing may not necessarily be how you perceive it to be. You know, I don't necessarily know the answer to the question. I'm just good at making the product. Right. <laughs> That's attention to detail, which is which in your business it's is important. is very important. Yeah. And you all have that quality in a different way and have have been in gone through that experience. Uh, and and it's funny because when you go through that experience and you sit and I, I and I love when the others are there. So the other, the, the other uh, salesmen, the doctor, and they all start talking to each other. And, no, no, no. And, and it's like, okay, hi. Um, can we come to an agreement? But they all have, they all have something that complements right. each other. And, and they have the, the detail. Right, right. Yeah. The attention to detail, which you, you wouldn't think if, you're, if somebody that's creative uh, can just spew out the ideas, uh, many times do, don't have that quality. Uh, but it's not necessarily always true. Right. No. Especially no. in this case. In this case. Oh, look at that. You're learning something new about the Williams boys. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, 25 years from now, Williams Iwerks, what does it what does it look like? I mean, pipe dream, forget about what's happening in the yeah. world around us today. I mean, that pipe dream, you talked a little bit about how you're changing the business, but our the industry is changing so fast. All of our industries are changing so fast in different ways. Uh, if you had a magic bowl in front of you, is there something that you see 25 years from now when you guys are still doing it, uh, what, it what, what it looks like? So I want it to be much bigger. I want to have exam lanes. I want to have several different doctors uh, specialized. I want to be like the the place to go, not Staten Island, like the city. Um, 
uh, for for all I needs. Um, and I do see like a, like a robust delivery service, like we were saying, where like an optician comes, fits you, does everything. But high end glasses, the right lenses, and and several exam lanes. Like right now, we work with one doctor. We have a couple that fill in here and there. But I want a bigger building, parking lot, and I don't know, 10 doctors. John, you, are you guys on the same page with that vision? Or do I start seeing this little split up where everybody's got their own, <laughs> has their own thing going? Uh, you know, we were definitely on that page up until, when was the shutdown? March? <laughs> so um, we were absolutely on that page if they come out with a vaccine or, or something that allows um, – true normal to come back instead of this adapted normal that we're going to have to go to, then that will be absolutely the goal again. But um, with, with the current pandemic, I would think a much more believable thing is we are still that the location to go, except it's going to be much more instead of one major center, it's going to be almost like a little corner store everywhere just every six blocks for with one optician or something in it for you to go in all the expertise and then goes back to a centralized place for it to be made. And that way we have good quality control with good social distancing practices. I like that the word he used adaptive, yeah. uh, not the new normal, uh, right. but it's adapted. certainly the adapt right. adapted right. experience. And so that's so true. Uh, I, I, and I like what you guys are saying because you're talking about the future 25 years from now, which right. people would argue that brick and mortar would go away. And I, I'm 100% yeah, so. the opposite. I don't believe brick yeah. and mortar goes away. I actually think it becomes well, more relevant yeah. as it has today. However, your online your online exposure certainly has to be more, but you're not going to replace your business with an online business. Right? Well, actually, uh, the, the, the most reassuring thing about uh, brick and mortar, at least for eyeglasses, is not going away at the moment is uh, actually Walby Parker. Walby Parker originally was just all online and they had such a low recapture rate with their customers because they'd sell the eyeglasses, but then they would have no place to get that screw tightened or get the eyeglasses adjusted or, or have any of their questions on why they're having trouble with it answered. So they started opening up brick and mortar stores like crazy. You know, uh, they're, they've been very successful online, but despite that success, they have still seen a need for brick and mortar. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. They've got a huge store. It's uh, right by the Hilton uh, in, in Midtown there. Uh, I, I think that's their flagship store. If not, if this flagship store could be in Soho. Um, they've got a couple of them that I've seen and been around, uh, but it's, it's cool and it's a cool little experience, but again, I mean, it took brick it's and mortar right. to build to their build business. Right. And you know, it's funny about their business model, the way that I remember when they, we talked about you and I, Ryan talked about this a while ago. They, it was this hundred dollar model. Every glass, every pair of glasses right. was, was no more than a hundred bucks. So they were selling gift certificates like crazy. Mm -hmm. And then people weren't acting because one, they, they went through the whole experience. Maybe they got the box in the mail, but didn't either trust that experience right. or, or of the, just the of... exam or just, yeah, okay. I didn't like anything they sent me yeah. or I looked okay online and then had to your point, had nowhere to go. Right. So, and I think that's the beauty of online business that complements brick and mortar not the same business, but I mean, uh, we, we see it here. People go online and buy bowling balls, but that's an opportunity to make a friend and go, okay, yeah, bring it in and we'll drill it for you. I'm sure you have a, you have a decent amount of customers that probably, that maybe just buy their frames, you fill them or have gotten burned by that experience and come in and now you make right. a friend, but that's also a revenue stream that you might've not realized was there. I, I would imagine when that first started. 
yeah you know and that's um that that's really why i why we put the uh the emphasis on our expertise being the lenses because anybody can sell any frame you know the frame's the same whether you buy from me buy from somebody else you know that's that's not what you came to me for or us for um but yeah you know uh and we'll certainly service anything. We can fix anybody's frame. You know, we can, we'll always look to help you. And, you know, our goal is in the store to meet us so we can help you from here on out. Yeah, make you a customer. There's nothing like that hands-on experience, yeah, especially no. especially when you go visit, visit them. Yeah. And like I said before, I mean, yeah, try this on, try this, yeah. but you're not just doing it yourself. I mean, prior to coming there as a kid, it's a daunting, it was, it, that's not a, it should be a fun experience and you guys make it fun, but you can go yeah, quick and you like that. look and you go, Oh, what does that look? Like? And you just sit there for hours. Right. It's not, you know, you want to look your best. And so when you have somebody that can look at you and go, wow, you have a fat face. You should wear these. <laughs> it makes it much easier. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what did you, what did you say, John? It's the, you have the perfect oval. He there said you go, perfect oval. <laughs> nature's perfect shape. The oval. Perfect perfect shape. Shape. I love it. Uh, and so we have a lot of good messages in what you guys shared there. So of course, yeah. I think the number one message is, of course, support your small businesses, and you can get you can't get that experience anywhere no, else. You can't. But if there's a message that you guys didn't that didn't come out of what you'd say, what would be the one message that you'd share uh, about Williams Eyeworks and and what you guys do? Uh, I mean that, that 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 that's pretty much it. You know. Uh, our slogan is when 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 you see good, we look good, and that's our goal is to to give back to the community, help everybody with any visual needs they have. When you when, 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 you, you, when you see good, we look good. We, I like that. I like that. Nice tagline. I like that. Yes. How long uh, does your sister have left in school? She's uh, in her last year. She actually um she just got to Kentucky today. Um, she starts her, uh, her year of externships in two weeks. She's working at a clinic in Kentucky, then Colorado Springs, then Tennessee, and then she'll be back. Wow. Nice. Nice rotation. Yeah. First yep. place, I, was, I can't wait to see her and ask her about her experience in Kentucky. Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she, she, she just got there today. Um, she's living in like, uh, like a, Fancy carriage house, like five minutes away from the clinic where she's working. Um, looking forward to hearing how how it turned out today. That's cool. I'm gonna love it. Yeah, listen, I, the the last time I saw saw her, she was ex she really was excited yeah. about this experience, and yeah. you could see. Uh, and that's you need that. I mean, if you're not excited about what you want to yeah, do, absolutely. then then it doesn't you're it's not, not going. It's not worth doing. Uh, which is cool. So I'm glad that you guys have stuck with the family business. You guys have all found your niche, and it's cool because you don't. I said it before, and you don't always find that. No, uh, as much it's as a difficult. It's a difficult road. I mean, they make it. Look and you've easy. been there. You've been we, there. They make it look easy. I was. I went through that with my father's business, and now with this business, and. You know, uh, and I've been lucky, but um, yeah, family business is is uh, interesting. I'm sure you've had some interesting uh, times. <laughs> Good term. <laughs> I'm sure, and, and if you didn't, and you might have, you might have broken uh, Dad's heart if you didn't. I mean, he would be supportive no matter what, right? But he might have broken his heart a little bit if you guys totally abandoned if you left him the farm. Yeah, and left he, the farm. Yeah. <laughs> Or he, or he might, it might be the opposite. He, I, I, you know, I don't know if I've ever really asked him this. Next time I'm going to ask him, or would he just be relieved he doesn't have to deal with you guys on a regular basis telling him what you want to do versus what he wants to do? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, 
that's funny because uh, it, it's all kidding. But that she used to say, <laughs> yeah, he does say sometimes, he's like, you know, he's like, I didn't know what I was getting into when I was getting you guys to involved together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could definitely. You know, I'm like, do whatever. He's like, it's like, this seemed like such a great idea 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Hey, we appreciate you guys taking the time with us Thank today and, and being a part of this. Great. Uh, you guh. guys are awesome. Uh, Thank course. you. Hope to be back bowling soon. Oh, yeah. I know the two of them bowlers come and uh, good and not bad bowlers at all. No, not bad at all. And Ryan finally, Ryan finally got a new ball, and that certainly helped 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 his game. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, in between in between beer and Jello shots. Uh, but Listen, you have all the, those are all necessities. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks again, and uh, thanks, I'll guys. see you guys tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. As always, a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Bye -bye. Have a good one. You have an appointment tomorrow. I do, I do. Oh, um, I'm over, well overdue appointment. You didn't. You should have do one of those uh, little things online. I didn't know. He just told me about the oh, app. Oh well, there you go. Uh, yeah, my, actually, uh, mom and I are both going. She's got a. She's got something going on with her eye, yeah, which is well, the only reason why. It. Which is I, the only reason why we're really going now. Uh, because I have the same thing. It's like it's, and I, and I did go to the. I did go to the eye doctor, and. Um, yeah, they it, it, it said it's a sty, but it, you know, I do the compresses and, you know, it it goes down and then when I stop, it kind of comes back a little bit. But I don't know. They said if it doesn't go away, then they have to cut it. I'm I'm just uh, a little worried about that. Yeah, she's got some scratching stuff happening, so she's yeah, she's, she's going, starting to get concerned. And yeah, so. what, because it doesn't go away. When no, and it's especially your eyes. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. if it's you a, really, if you have a spot on you uh, somewhere, and like, ah, yeah, whatever. But I mean, yeah, like, no, you, it's, it's always there. It's 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 always there. Which yeah. then affects everything else. I mean, you wind up with headaches. Yeah. So she was having a couple of issues, I mean, and that's the only reason why we're really going at this point. We were going to push it off, and I said, "Hey, I, I told I, I've I've been like I'm well overdue," and I right. like I get the text messages. Uh, you want to yeah. look at, and then when I call, right. I'm like, oh, "That's not going to work." And yeah. uh, and they they are. I have to say. They are great. They're a great shop. They really are. They, they really they are. run a really, really good shop. Um, and you, listen, you have to remember too. And I, you talk about that that Warby, and I hate to just use them as an example, but they're, right. they're a great example. You also get what you pay for. Absolutely. You know, you could go spend a yep. hundred bucks on a pair of glasses, and you're getting a, pair, a new a new pair, and they're not. Listen, it's a big. It's your look too. So you have to want to be comfortable in what you're wearing. And I have to say, they do take pride. Uh, I almost bought a pair of glasses and Chris said to me, no. And I just, why? I like them. No, you don't. Like he just like, he goes, no, don't, you're yeah. going to be back. Yeah. You're going to be back. It's like, yeah, I think he went through that with Ray too. There was a certain type of lens that Ray was looking at. And he's like, you know, you're just too active of a lifestyle to have that kind of lens. And I think they even talked about that there. So, uh, yeah, they, they, they run a great, great shop and, and refreshing for sure, because I yeah. like again second generation. Uh, and I will tell you, man, business owners getting involved. Especially, I mean, we've been pretty lucky. We've had a uh, with the when it's when it seems like when it's like two sons or or boys involved in the business, just that you know there tends to be a power struggle. But you know, listen, Chris's wife Donna is no nonsense, smart chick. And uh, Chris is a smart guy, so uh, you know they kind of you know you you know. And just from talking to other people in business, you learn the pitfalls of you know a legacy business, and that 
business was kind of like he kind of grew up in that business too, Chris. Yeah. So uh well, found yeah. his way. He was yeah. working for someone else. Yes. It, it, the story is great. And, and look where it's to 25 yeah. years later, they're yeah. still here. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're in and our a, community, ingrained great, in our a community. Great member of the community too. They yeah. do so much. So and, and I, and I, 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 you know, every time I turn around, I see some and something else. And yeah. I have to say, he's always been creative. He turn around and go, "Hey, I'd love to throw money at something. I want it. Right. I want to support this, but I, how can right. we do it?" Right. Uh, and then yeah. he's another one that'll grab you in and go, "Okay, we're doing this together. Let's go." And yeah. uh, it's great. So yeah, thank you, John and Ryan, for for joining us today. Carrying uh, on the uh, William Sidework legacy. And it's not, it, it, I say it, it's not easy to want to do it. No. So, you know, he talks about the farm. Part, I love that. I love yeah. that analogy. Yeah. I mean, well, I, Chris has told me that story. Yeah. That's how I know. Yeah. That. No, he talks about it. It's like, and you want to talk about keeping it real. I mean, you talk to them on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Ryan Bowles on, on Saturday nights and, yeah. and we've been friends and uh, I, you want to keep it real, man. Yeah. You, yeah. You've, you've got it. Great, great family. <laughs> yes. Great family. Uh, so keep on keeping on. I like I like the tagline. Yeah. You see good? We you look, see good, we look good. And you look good too while you're at it. Because <laughs> you look exactly. Because we know your facial structure, so we're not gonna put right, you in Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, nature's perfect shape, the oval. Nature's yeah. perfect oval. I have to say, going there tomorrow and then to not go into Alfonso's, that's gonna be tough. Yeah. Especially I saw that post I uh I said uh, those Napoleon donuts. Did you see those? You sent me a picture of them. They look amazing. I felt like and you were I'm trying to get me to pick them up donut. on my way to work. Oh, I, his Napoleons are good. That's that's like yeah, a week, that's, that's a we week got them pastry. For yeah. That's a week pastry for me. Yeah. Uh, so you know, in 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 spirit of everything else here, uh, looks like potentially June eighth is is it looks realistic for phase one phase opening. Phase one coming up. Knock on wood. Uh, the governor has mentioned it several times over yep. the last several days. Reiterated June again 18th. today. He keeps saying, though, 93 days. And I don't know where 93 – now, I don't know if that 93 Maybe is Maybe because he's in, extending it to the end of – Well, no. June 8th, I believe, if my count is right, is like 83 days. I don't know if he's just adding – but oh. or is it 10 days oh, where yes. the first case was – He – right. I did hear him is say Is it from that. the time of the first case? Because the closure would be about 80-something days. Right. I, I was a little confused, but he, yeah, he keeps he saying June 8th, New York City this, this keeps referring. So hopefully we're on the same page and we're, we're getting ready to enter phase one. And, and you know, and, you know what? And I, and I think if you didn't think you would ever get sick of hearing about COVID, um, you, you would not uh, think of a time when I would want to hear about COVID. What we're going through right now and in this country is, is, it's a difficult time. So uh, I, uh, I, you know, I wonder how that reflects back to like moving forward on the timeline yeah. and um, not that it's taking a backseat to everything and, you know, and everything, I'm sure everything will still be in place, but there may be a little bit more of a urgency to get people back. Uh, and I could even argue with hesitancy. It could, it could also go the other way around. It could also be a hesitancy, but I hope that's not, I hope you're right. I, 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 I mean, I, it, it, urgency needs to happen. Yeah, I think that, I think it's gonna be more wanting people to, because I think that part of what is uh, feeding into what's going on right now, and I, I believe me, uh, uh, 
it's a difficult thing to talk about, but um, uh, people being pent up a lot for so up. long, it has people very on edge. Uh, I mean, it's very difficult to be on social media right now, and and it's difficult to be there at any time. But some of the things that are are being tossed around, um, it's just it's tough rhetoric it to is. listen to. One day at a time. So, yep, we just got to get through one day at a time. One day at a time. And you know what? Spread the love. Spread love. Love everybody. Love not hate. I'm not telling you don't see color, but see the color and understand it and accept everybody. Accept everybody and love everybody. That is my message of love. And and you know what? It's June first. This is where uh, pride celebrate pride. I mean, you know, you, yes. you you enter a time where people just want to be seen for who they are and not anything that's else. It. That's it. Just see uh, acceptance, right? See, I mean, that's what we stand for and here. Accept them. Accept your community, and that's something that we've always believed in here everybody. in our business. So love. You oh, don't have to love everybody. How cute you are. Love everybody. Really, I mean, I think all, you need a little sign in front of you. We're all humans here on Earth, just trying to get through the day. Some people are nicer than others, but. <laughs> We all have to share this. We're all like a big family. and We have to get out, try to get along. Well, scary, scary times. Folks. Clip that. I'm going to post that everywhere. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I, just for, for, to lighten it up. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Our meme of the day is in the theme of our guests. I, I have a meme for you for tomorrow. I'm going to send it. Well, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Look at those lenses. Those are, those are something. Yes. Those are beyond Coke bottle lenses, as you'd call those them. Those are a lot. I, I don't think those, those can't lenses. be real. I hope you know. I, I have to. We I, should have asked the Williams brothers. I'm going to text, text him. I'm going to text him and ask him. Well, what could this be real? This poor lady. If those are real, man. Oof. Well, it is. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> And, you know, in honor of our 25th anniversary, we've been sharing some old photos. And so here's another one. Uh, this is from, uh, you know what, I don't, now I don't know the year, but I want to say, uh, yeah, early 2000s. Uh, this is when uh, my dad was honored by the Staten Island Chamber of Commerce with their uh, Lou R. Miller Businessman Leadership Award. Oh, okay. Fred uh uh, doctor, I mean, it's a good yeah. group of people. Yeah. Um, so check I that recognize out. a couple of those people. Yeah. Dr. Ferrari, right? Mm hmm. From the hospital. I can't really see the picture too well. Put your glasses on. You I really have, need new glasses. Yeah, I maybe I might need those Coke lens glasses. That's our old photo. Yeah. That was a nice one. Yeah. And then seeing your it's dad. Monday, I know. Um, his pictures are all over the place. They are everywhere. <laughs> his name's all over the place. So we it's, get a good friendly reminder of, of every everything. Every day. <laughs> Mrs. Magoo. I mean, that could be Mrs. Magoo in the photo. <laughs> I always felt bad for him. I felt like people were making fun of him. I'm so sensitive about people. You know, you would think that as a child, I was ridiculed every day. I, mean, now, I was just like everybody else. You yeah, know? but sometimes yes. you get bullied. You were in a house with very. How many brothers? Very sensitive. Oh, yeah. My brothers didn't really pick on me that way. They would pull my hair and, you know, I would fight them. I learned to be a good fighter because of them, but, but I'm sure different. That has to do I'm with just it. very sensitive. We know. 
You never know, Liz. Never. You just don't know. You never know. <laughs> you just don't. You never know. You, you, you just don't know. I mean, that's a good quality. That's that's the Sagittarian in you. I mean, that's a good quality to have. It's not a bad thing at all. We're all sensitive in our own way. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't sleep people. last night. Like, I just this, this is a disturbing time. I just, and I, it, I, I didn't sleep, and I feel like you know, it, and there's lots to be worried about. And and I haven't slept well throughout this whole thing to right, begin with. Right, right. It's been difficult. last night. I just was like, after relaxing all day, you feel like your your body should just shut down. Well, yeah, my body just yeah. It's, it's just I could drink more and still yeah. <laughs> knowing the struggles of what people are going through. I mean, we know so many people who are cops that are struggling and having the hard times. We know, uh, you know, people of color who are just heartbroken and and just having a, a really hard time. So you know, it it it's it's hard when you you know it can't feel. It's it's difficult. It's just it's a hard time. It's a hard time. It certainly is. And that's why we say love everybody. Love everyone. And don't lose. But first, <laughs> love us. Love us. You can by like. love, you can like us and share and subscribe. That's how you show your love. <laughs> Do. We, we've been at this 69 episodes. Tomorrow we celebrate number 70. Seven zero. Woof. And we got a fun week ahead. Um we're scrambling, you know, after taking a break, after playing hooky yesterday, our guests, our guests are now scrambling. We're scrambling up our guests. So we like, you know, we ruin things by doing certain things. Yeah, okay. we, yeah, we, we, we ended up being a good thing for us and maybe not such a good thing for a couple <laughs> so other now people. We're, asking, we're moving people around, but we're looking forward to a great week here yes. on Rabs. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk food and we'll talk to other business leaders. Uh, we've got some bowlers lined up. Our friend Rhino Page is going to come on the That's show this week. So stay tuned. You never know what's going to happen here on Live from Rabs, but episode 70 tomorrow now. 70. We started this on March 21st. Do you, do you know if you think over, about it? Over 105,000 There views. is a possibility of episode 100. Uh, there is. Oh, for us there is. I mean, we're not in phase one. If we were in phase well, we one. We don't know what's ah, going to happen. We don't, you know, we don't know what's going to happen no. going forward. If well, things are going to change. Or- episode 100 of us doing this is certainly possible. I mean, I'd love for us not to be episode 100. And I would love for it to be something else because we're open and we it's, can't yes. be sitting here on lane 33. Correct. Uh, yes. But it, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's right there. I don't know how we're going to celebrate 100, but. Well, yeah, we have to have, we have to have a party. I mean, party. I didn't even think we could get along that well. (laughs) I figured you would have got sick of me by now. I can, yes. We've only been doing this for how long? I know. It's been a lot. Forget about this. Yeah. Forget about this. Right. This is, this this is, is different. But this, is, but this is no different than us sitting in the office yelling at each I other know. and doing whatever we're doing. I know. Like there's right. certain, I mean, there are conversations we wouldn't have here. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> in public forum. They think we're crazy. You know, if Pam Silvestri thinks that we say crazy things as it is, I mean, oh, she you should always hear the, the crazy crap we say <laughs> inside the office. Not <laughs> Depending bad. on who. Just, no. You know. No, no, no. Some of the things were, you know what? In some cases, it's all the things that we're thinking of. Yeah. We just can't say them out loud sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And our elected officials are the same thing. They're all saying the things that we're all saying inside their head, but they can't say it out loud, right? Yeah. I mean, we're all in the same boat. But you know what? Uh, we're glad that we could come here together, uh, spend some quality time, a good hour, 15, hour 20, hour and a half. 
we we sat here with Figgy for almost two hours. Well, he was an exceptional guest. We've had all exceptional guests. We really have. But I mean, you know, he was a rare guest that had, we had some rare insight from him. So professional athletes, yeah. professional athletes, not just bowlers. Yeah. Baseball I mean, you know players, man. I'm going to, I'm going to start flipping through. I, I, we need, we need to, we, we're going to boost something this week. You know, I have to say, I, I, is the baseball season like looking bleak? I don't know. Supposedly. Cause the, all of a sudden it's like. Supposedly the baseball players have now come up with their plan which I, I did not listen to the report, so I don't know what it was. But obviously there's an issue. The baseball players, they want the scuttles. Sh- sh- they want the scuttles of clams. They want it. And they don't really want to uh, – they're not really uh, bending a lot. Well, they're bending. And, uh, I mean, they're bending. They're exercising, I hope. Well, well they're not <laughs> – but they're not backing down no. on uh, any of these pay cuts – I, so I don't know. I, you know, it would be sad, and it it really doesn't make them look all that hot. No, understandably, they are earning a living, but to understand that, you know, you're playing a game to earn that living, and it it's entertainment. So oh, yeah, you're course. lucky to be in that field. So take a little pay cut this year, maybe next year, and I'm sure you'll have time to make it. You know, I, I said this to someone the other day, uh, humility goes a long way, right? And the, the easy thing about these baseball professional athletes, everybody looks at the dollar amount that they make, and you have to really take that out of the equation. It's difficult. It's completely right. relative to right. somebody in that position. Am I saying that making... Do I think that some of it is it too much? It seems like a lot for them, but to us, it, it would for be us, like somebody judging our salary. Right. And and, and so I don't I take the numbers out of it. it. It's the concept of Don't you want to play? This is what I don't understand. That's what my, right. Don't you want to play? Yeah. I mean, you so you so your option this year is to play for less or to not play at all. And then not. And he, and so now you talk about that. You don't play. What about your endorsements? Because now you're you, you. I'm sure, and I'm sure that's probably part of the conversation. Maybe they're not getting all the, all of their endorsements because there's no visibility. They're not out there on the field, so that they, they can't go out and talk about a product. Yeah. They can't showcase a logo. I mean, that's a big product placement is a big deal. Yeah. And so yeah. uh, you talk about what what everybody's losing in these. So yeah, it's a sh- it really is a shame. So for a hundredth show, uh, either a parking lot party filled with Jello shots. Um, I don't know. They make more money on a pitch or a hit than a lot of people make. And I mean, yes. Right. When but you still. take it and average it out, Brian, a whole, and you took baseball with Brian, and I mean, he, it's, a, it's, it's a good conversation. Right. Um, and, and yeah, I don't know if you have a filter, Brian, but I didn't, <laughs> none of us said you had a filter. I mean, neither do us at times. Uh, but no, it's true. But again, I take the numbers out of it. Take the numbers out of it and just look at it. And they, come on, let's yeah. And if you truly worry you know about what? your health, yeah. and that, that's a real concern, that, it, then that let's have that conversation. That, that hasn't been brought up. Well, that's right. Right. That's right. At least that I know from the players. I haven't heard yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's the in the... sticking point. I think it's in the bucket. The, I mean, it's like, it's one of those little... I think the sticking money. point has been the money. But listen, hey, we'll maybe see. we'll have Figgy on again. Maybe I'll let him come back and talk to us a little about a this. fan favorite for our 100th show. I mean, we could have... We could just start bringing in people to... 
10 seconds just to pop in and say hello. You never know. You never know. I, I don't know. We're going to have to plan it out. But I, we have to get to 71st, 75, 80, 80. and 100. I mean, yeah. but at the rate we're going, if we're still in phase four by the time that happens, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll still be here. Um, we, uh, I hope that, uh, yeah, we're pushing to phase three throughout the state. Bowling proprietors are talking. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how those we're getting together again this week on a conference call to see how progress was made with okay. phone calls. Uh, my elected, our elected officials listened, but you know whether it right whether their hands are tied or whether there's any leeway in any of that. I mean, they opened the dentists early. I, I, I'm not comparing bowling to no, being no, but a just dentist, in general. Yeah, yeah. but there, I mean, you know, there does maybe seem to be, you know, maybe some understanding and. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, you hope that you just hope it happens. It happens rather quickly. Then. That's a good point. We weren't. We didn't talk. We were just talking about the players. But I mean, the, the way that the that baseball, uh, the umpires. I mean, that's a. They're. I, I don't know if they're. I'm assuming their union has put out a statement. I mean, they're yeah, pretty strong. I haven't heard um, anything about. But I haven't. I, I I should go and I hate to talk about it. And we haven't read about it. But I, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's true though because they. It's not just the players. It's everything that goes it's around. Right, the whole... But the players right now are the ones that are. Because they went right, back to the players the... with a proposal, right, right. they're the ones that were driving the conversation. Yeah, they're driving the conversation. Uh, I don't know sure. if the empires are strong enough to drive the conversation, but I believe that they're strong enough to, um, to have, have a voice. Some, right, to have something yeah. to say. So anyway, I mean, we think we could all. I mean, we're all umpires anyway. We talked about that the other day. <laughs> we're the umpires. Just take some people out of the stands yeah, and let them umpire. Or the guys that are sitting home on their couch. <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, he was out. He was, he was out. out. He, he was, was safe. safe. I have to say, I love baseball. I love the game of baseball. I love baseball season, especially here when we're bowling on a Tuesday oh, night and, every, and we go back and forth between a Met game and a Yankee game. You know, because we try to please everybody. It doesn't help that Otto really doesn't care. Yeah, he knows. Um, and then Kevin is a Yankee fan. And then we have a lot of Yankee fans and we have a lot of Met fans. And then they're all yelling. And then he, and then internally, oh, he was safe. No, he was out, you idiot. No, he was safe, you know. <laughs> but you know what? That's, what that. that's part of the sharing of the experience. When we can't be at the game, we can all be here sharing that. I will tell you some of the best uh, games I've watched were games that we were here bowling on oh, yeah. Monday night in the draft league or when it was on Wednesday night. And, and, and you know, it's kind of like a shared experience. And, you know, again, that's something that we miss, you know, that camaraderie among people, you know. Yeah, sports brings people and just, together. And just even just talking about it. So we moved the scratch league to Mondays. Now, I thought that that was going to be like the football thing was going to be the issue. Like people now, yeah. it is – even – I remember on Wednesday nights when baseball was on World Series time, you know, we'd have a, a great game and all, everybody's stopping because they're looking at the TVs. The TVs I mean, we're bowling right. at, at 11 o'clock at night and we're right. looking at the TVs or whatever time before the game ends or a long game. And they're all yelling. Who's Now, the, the pro shop TV has got the Met game on. <laughs> and right. then these oh, have the Yankee games on or vice versa or whatever <laughs> it might be. And they're yelling at TVs, but everybody's stopping, stopping bowling. Same thing. It's not as prevalent. But, Prevalent. Prevalent with football, but it does happen right. on some of those Monday night big games that at right. the end of the game, all of a sudden, and then you hear, Yay! Well, but it's exciting. I, it makes, I, the timing is Wednesday night too. is definitely a the baseball yeah. thing. I, I think we have more baseball fans yeah. overall. But also with the football on Monday, the game starts so late that um, 
you know, we're almost done bowling by the time the game starts. Right, right. So, or at least at the beginning of the game, it's not, you know, it's not as contentious as yeah, towards true. the end. So, yeah, because the end of the game, that's when we were be- at the end of the game and we're all. That's when everybody. Put the game up on the screen. No, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch. Put it up back right. there. Right. Put it on your screen. Ah, yeah. oh, that way I can't say that. I can't no, tell I, you I, Some up. of those games, I mean, I, I'm standing just watching. Anyway, that, but I, we need our sports back. And so, bowling, uh, I think it's Saturday on Fox. Uh, strikeout? Is that what they're calling it? The. Oh, see, now I got my facts wrong. Uh, I, don't I, I believe it's Saturday Somebody on Fox. Tomorrow I'll follow back up. You know who I didn't see today? It's Kevin and, uh, or uh, Kenny. We've got a couple of regulars that maybe they're working. Maybe they're back to work. You know, unlike us two hacks, we're not working. So <laughs> uh, I have. To, although before we go, we want to assure you that uh, Naz is working very hard on getting prize checks out. Uh, our hands are, I mean, it's going to start crippling from signing and, and and stuffing envelopes, but prize checks are on their way out. And so uh, be on the lookout for your prize checks soon. Uh, finalizing with league officers, getting that and then lumping. I mean, we're doing all of them at one time versus having a little stagger. So we're, we're getting there. So for our bowlers out there looking for your prize checks, they're coming. They're coming. Uh, anyway, hey, we took up enough of your time and hours today. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're here every day until further notice. Until further notice. 2 p.m. right here on Facebook and YouTube for those that are watching that don't have a Facebook. They the could watch it on the YouTube. Yeah, they can watch it on the YouTube. The boob tube? The YouTube. Oh, the YouTube. You, 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 you. <laughs> well, you know, we kept it real. The Williams brothers kept it real. They are real. They yes. are real. That was awesome. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.